Lynn come up, but I have one quick uh, testimony, but you guys can come up. And then uh, Gabriel, one of our, 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 young, our young ones. Young warriors, there you go. That's from her, one of, one of Gabriel's uh, Sunday school teachers. So I'm sure she knows. So I'm going to lower that. You can, you can share. There you go. Keep talking. Oh, okay. So Gabriel had an uh, appointment to get some blood work done, got it done. And then uh, they wanted to read his results in person and we're like, whoa, what's going on? So we go, I, I really don't know what happened. My wife went, I was at work. And uh, they did an EKG, I believe on his heart. And they said it was a, a right bundle blockage on his heart and uh, he needed to see a pediatric cardiologist. I think I said it right. <laughs> and um, so they said, we'll end up seeing them. So we seen them yesterday and then they ran a bunch of tests on Gabriel and uh, everything came out fine. There was nothing wrong with his heart, nothing at all. He's, uh, I just believe it's a complete miracle, complete healing. Um, for whoever's out there, just hold on to the hem of Jesus' garment. Hold on to your faith, because it will happen. Because I told my son, are you okay? He said, I understand. I said, how do you understand? Like, in my own head, like, you're only 11. I'm almost 40. I still don't understand. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, Dad, I understand. I understand. It's okay. And I'm like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. So... That's what happened. What happened? Which, what did the doctor tell you? I'm cleared and I can play all the sports I need to. And yeah. You can play all your sports? Yeah. And you're healthy as well? Um, and they said I'm healthy as an ox. Amen. Thank you guys. Bless all these people in here, Lord. May they get healed, Lord. May you bless them, Lord. Let them just get healed, Lord. And just bless them, Lord. And let them get better, Lord. Let them feel better, Lord. Whatever it is, Lord, you know what it is, Lord. And amen. 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 the Lord. That was awesome. Gabriel. Awesome, awesome, awesome. God is so good. And you are so precious, sweetie. Uh, Gabriel means man of God. Right? Gabriel, do you know what your name means? Messenger of God. And guess what you just did? You shared a beautiful message. A message to the people of who God's faithfulness is in your life. That's so amazing, Gabriel. Thank you for sharing. I just want to speak a blessing over you, Gabriel. 
I want to decree and declare over your life, Gabriel, that you will fulfill your destiny in the earth realm in the name of Jesus. That there will never be any weapon formed against you, Gabriel, that will prosper. And every tongue that rises up, thou shalt condemn. We condemn it right now as a body, one mind and one accord in the unity of the spirit of the living God. And we decree and declare life over you, Gabriel, and life more abundantly. Destiny over you, Gabriel. Destiny. And Father, we just pray that not one single hair on that young man's head would ever be touched and that his innocence and purity would be protected, Father, in the name of Jesus. And anything that would ever try to defile him in any way, Father, that you would uproot and remove every assignment of darkness over Gabriel's life in the name of Jesus. So, Father, have your way in this young man's life. Be glorified. Father, I pray for a love affair that he comes to know you just like John when he rested his head at the last supper on your breast. He would know you in the intimacy of what it is to walk with the living God and never depart from your presence in the name of Jesus. And Father, that he would just carry the beautiful message of the gospel, just even by loving somebody and even by the care that he has about what somebody's going through or seeing somebody being bullied on the schoolyard father that he would say no and, and go and approach the person and say you know what come with me come with me because i know a god that loves you and you are fearfully and wonderfully made so father be glorified in gabriel's life in jesus mighty precious name and they all said amen to that <laughs> so let it be established lord we bless you and we praise you, Father, for that awesome, awesome, beautiful testimony. Tonight in worship, um, it was that um, Breath in Our Lungs song, and it, there's a part where it talks about hearts. And I saw a lot of broken hearts. And the Lord said, I want them to bring to me their hearts. And I want to do a work in their hearts. So I'd like us all to just agree tonight and give our hearts to the Lord and just ask him in any area where your heart has been defiled or traumatized or um, somebody's just hurt you. You felt like you were stabbed in the heart or you suffered a great loss loss of a loved one let's take our hearts to the Lord praise you father father we lift up our hearts to you father we lift up all the heaviness and all the brokenness and we give you our broken hearts father <sighs> touch Touch our hearts tonight, Father. Daddy, as only you can do, we pray, Father, that you would begin a beautiful work in our hearts. Father, 
Help us to forgive the unforgivable. Help us to release, Father. Help us to give, Father, what we feel like we can't give because the pain is too, too much. Father, take it. Take it, Father. Heal the broken hearts. Mend it, Father. Mend it, Lord. We just renounce right now anything, any residue, all unforgiveness, all offense. Every wound, we just renounce it. Lord, it's hard. It's hard to choose love when we've been so defiled. But Daddy, with you we can do all things. Help us now. Help us, Father. Help us to forgive. Help us to release right now, Father. We give it to you. We give this person to you, Father. We give this offense to you, Lord. We give this loss to you, Lord. We're asking, Father, for healing. Go deep, deep, deep into the recesses of our hearts and rebuild it, Father. Restore our hearts, Lord, in the beautiful, mighty, precious name of Jesus, Lord. I thank you that where we are weak, you are strong. Strengthen us right now to release, to release the offense, to release the bitterness, to release the sadness and the devastation the trauma we choose right now to release it in Jesus name thank you father bless you father Lord do what only you can do and heal the body heal the mind father Help us to do what we can't do, because where we are weak, you are strong. And to press into all it is that you have, Father, through intimacy, Lord. We give you ourselves, and we say, more of you, Father. More of you tonight, Father. <sighs> Living sacrifices. This is a body of living sacrifices. And we choose you, Lord. We choose you. We choose what you have, Father, for each and every one of us. We choose what you have for Jubilee. We choose what you have, Father, for Camarillo, for California, for the United States of America. We choose what you have for this world in the name of Jesus. We choose you. 
Father, have your way in the name of Jesus. Have your way. Father, your arm is not too short. Your arm is not too short, Lord. Teach our hands to war and our fingers to fight and to take our place seated far above all principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. Teach us your ways, Lord. Teach us your ways in the name of Jesus. Show us, Father, what it is. It's in your heart, Lord. Give us your heart, Lord. Give us your heart for the people. Give us your eyes, Father. Help us set our eyes on you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to walk boldly. We renounce fear in the name of Jesus. We put off fear. Fear, you have no place in our homes. You have no place in our church. You have no place over this royal priesthood, a holy nation. In the name of Jesus, the only fear we walk in is the fear of the living God. And we say yes to our God and our King in the name of Jesus. And we say that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord, for what it is that you're doing. And we know what we, we may not see it moving mightily, but you are moving mightily. And it's not about what we see. It's about what we don't see. And you are moving behind the scenes. And we thank you for that, Lord. And we bless you, Father. So, Father, we just take authority over this meeting tonight in the name of Jesus. And we bind all principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness, and every wicked spirit in high places in the name of Jesus. Father, I just ask that you give us all your eyes to show us where we're seated, which is far above, far above. We're not looking up, but we're looking down. And we're saying, up, oh, that needs to go over there, and that needs to be fixed, and blood of Jesus there. Father, show us our place in Jesus' name. Father, and give us your heart to pray according to your perfect will on earth as it is in heaven, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, that you have given us the power to trample on snakes and scorpions and over the power of all the enemy. And by no means shall anything hurt us. And it's the fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous that availeth much. So, Father, have your way tonight in Jesus' mighty, precious name. We bless you and just armor us with the helmet of salvation, the mind of Christ, the breastplate of righteousness. You are our righteousness, the belt of truth. You are the way, the truth, and the life. Our feet are shod with the gospel of peace, for the Prince of Peace rules and reigns. We pick up our shield of faith and you are the author of the finisher of faith and the sword of the spirit which is the beautiful word of god and man does not live on bread alone but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of god and that you watch over your word to perform and to perfect to which it is sent and we thank you for your word to go forth here tonight in jesus name d did you want to come up you're going to stay there? Okay. Can you come share? Do you have anything from this afternoon in prayer?
Thank you, Jesus. I just agree, Lord Jesus, just uh, for what uh, Karen released, Lord Jesus, just the authority, Lord Jesus, that you have. And Father, for us understanding, like Karen released, our position in you seated, carrying that authority out as we intercede. Lord, I thank you that today, in the prayer watch, Lord, you revealed by your spirit that the access to this authority comes because of the love that you have. It's by you, in you, through you. Your love is access to the authority of the position seated with you. And like Karen said, then we can see from heaven's perspective. We can see from heaven's perspective. We can see how you're moving in us, through us, around us. We can literally see the spirit of the living God hovering over the chaos even in our own lives. As we prayed for that circumcision, we thank you, Lord, that you release that love to speak life and creative understanding of what you're doing by the Spirit of the living God. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by the Spirit of the living God. And so we agree, Holy Spirit, work full circumcision so we can continue to stay in submission to the King of Kings because of his love in authority to hear and to see and to execute your righteousness in Jesus' name. For the for the church um, I don't know if I should wait till the end to do it or if I should do it now um, does anybody want to come up and pray for Israel does anybody feel impressed or carrying a burden for Israel anyone for the United States our nation we have um, we have a, um, a border crisis we have a border crisis, guys. The blood of Jesus. Father. Oh, good. So, Father, I thank you that um, this border crisis, Lord Jesus, and... Uh, these nations, Lord God, that are in tumult and chaos, like I was saying, I thank you that you are 
hovering over it, Lord Jesus. You see it, Lord Jesus, and that that the chaos that is evident, Lord God, is nothing to the supremacy and the authority and the power and the dominion that you have, Lord Jesus. It is still you ruling and reigning on the throne yes, of the universe Lord. and in the heavens above and here on earth and in the affairs of men and women and over every principality and power, Lord God, that has to do with those, Lord, all those regions and all those garrisons in the natural, Lord Jesus, you're sovereign over them. Yeah. And in the spiritual, yes, Lord, you're sovereign over those mighty works of darkness, Lord Jesus, and you will prevail. And we thank you. We agree, Lord Jesus. We look up and we see the heavenly host, Lord God, agreeing with your will and your purposes over this area and this land. And Lord, I thank you that even like when I was reading, Lord, this week past in Genesis, Lord, in that period where you came and sent the angels to judge Sodom and Gomorrah, but you spoke to Lot and you told him to go out to Zoar, you told him to get his family. Lord Jesus, I thank you that right now, in these regions and in these areas, you are presenting yourselves to individual hearts that are crowded and shrouded in darkness and debauchery and evilness and heinous things. And you are speaking a sure word like you did to Lot and you're instructing them and you're giving them the wisdom from heaven above so that they might see salvation for them and their families, Lord Jesus. I declare that they will hear and they will do as instructed and bring people out of captivity, Lord Jesus, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually out of the works of darkness, Father God, and that they will not be destroyed, but they will set free and taken out into a place, Father God, that yes, you have set aside Lord. and a portion yes, for them Lord. in yes, the Lord. name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Father, that we just pray that there is nothing hidden that will not be revealed, Father. I just pray you would expose all the dark plots and plans of the evil that is going on in the earth realm, Father, about nation rising up against nation and even just within our own country and our own borders, Father. I pray you would expose it in the name of Jesus. Father, not only would you expose it, that you would then establish your body on the wall, the watchmen on the wall, that they would take their place and not come down until you say it's time to come down. Father, that you would establish. I just pray for the saints in the body of Christ to wake up. Wake up. Take your place. In the name of Jesus, take your place. Be glorified, Lord. I thank you all things are working together for our good. share. Matthew 24 was our reading today. Uh, verse, verse 5. For many shall come in my name, saying, I'm Christ, and shall deceive many. That's the first thing the Lord says. Deception's coming. 
you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things much come to, must come to pass. But the end is not yet, for nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. All these things are the beginning of sorrows. We have been in the beginning of sorrows for many, many, many years, hundreds of years, centuries, from the Middle Ages with the bubonic plague that killed two-thirds of mankind and they thought that it was the end of the world. With the hundred-year war, wars and wars and all the conquering, we have been in the beginning of sorrows for many, many, many years. But the next verse says then we are coming into the then this is where we are coming we this generation are the mothers and the fathers of the then then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted now that's going to happen by the spirit of the world because if you look up Egypt the word Egypt it means the same thing as afflicted be hedged in, to be hemmed in, to be limited. I can't do what I want to do when I want to do it. Restrictions. A narrow place. A cramped place. They'll deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. That's what's coming. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure unto the end, the, sh the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then will the end come. So right now, we are coming into the then. We've been in the beginning of sorrows, and there is a transition. The enemy of our souls is rising up globally to say to, to that it is an anti-God um, voice. And it's speaking, it's making proclamation quite unabashedly. And I know this is not a funzy word, but the reason I'm giving it is because God has prepared us and is preparing us and is going to prepare us. We were raised in rejection for a reason. We've been hurt by church. We've been hurt by ministry. We've been hurt by the ones we minister to for a reason. You were passed by for a reason. God has been training us, the sons, the end time sons of God, by rejection. The two witnesses that come in the seventh seal, they torment the earth with the word of God. With the word of God. They are so despised that when they die, the whole world gives each other gifts. This is what we need to prepare ourselves for. That's why when we sing songs like we sang tonight, of the knowledge of our Father, 
that he's faithful like Pastor Brian was saying. Our Father is faithful, and we're going. he's going to have to be enough for us, you guys. He's going to have to be enough. We're going to have to get our acceptance from our Father. And we're going to have to have super thick skin, which is why... Karen, why the the Lord is doing all of this, release, release, I need to heal the broken hearts. He's doing that because we we have to come into a place where we are not provoked by any perfect love is not provoked. Perfect love is not provoked. We have to grow up. Me first. Me first. Every single time the Lord shows me this, he shows me me being wrong, me needing to grow up. But it's still the case. So I number myself with all of us together. We all need to come into maturity because they are going to hate us. All the nations. It's going to happen. And we need to train ourselves, be trained by the Lord and train our kids. And our kids' kids, we, our children, we're supposed to look different. We're supposed to be different. That's what set apart means. The holy people, the holy nation. We are actually a nation. We have a flag. There's a man that, two men that developed a flag in the late 1800s. And it's been flying in certain churches and some churches since the early 1907 or whenever. We need to bring that Christian flag in here and fly that Christian flag. We are a nation with all the other believers in the earth. Right now, they're destroying our brothers and our sisters in Nigeria. Our brothers and our sisters did not have a rapture. It has, our doctrine has diminished us. I'm not saying that we're not having a rapture. I'm not saying that. We are. But, we cannot not engage because we, we have to engage, guys. We have to have a mindset of, the, of, of what's happening in the earth. We have to have a mindset of what's going on. We are, there is a war. This is wartime. It calls for a wartime economy. It calls for wartime preparation. Do you know that Denmark just told their citizens, get ready for war? Sweden just told their citizens, get ready for war. The UK just told their citizens, get ready for war. We cannot sit here and not be mindful that there is war taking place. Not that we're troubled. No, not that we're troubled. That we press into the secret place. That we press into the secret place and we get all of our acceptance. We get all of our love. We get all of our strength from our Father. Our Father will strengthen us. And some of us will have faith to die. And some of us will have faith to escape. That's what Hebrews said. And some of them had faith to die. And some of them had faith to escape. And I don't know where we'll land in Hebrews. But we're going to land somewhere. Either we didn't have the faith. Or we had the faith to escape. Or we had the faith to die. Or we just believed and we never saw anything. We just had faith. So I'm saying this, I'm going to share this. Look at um, Psalm 83. Psalm 83. I'm just going to read the first few voices. 
voices. Verses. The voices. I'm going to read the voices. Okay. Keep not thou silence, O God. Hold not thy peace, and be not still, O God. For lo, thine enemies make a tumult. And they that hate thee have lifted up the head. They have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. Who are they? Who are they? Who are the hidden ones? They're us. God had mercy on us. He had mercy on us to not make our names great in the earth. That we're so honored in the earth. He kept us low by his mercy. He did that by his mercy. We are the hidden ones. That is the congregation in the sides of the north. We need to understand who we are. We need to come into the holy place where the sons of God dwell. We, it, did y'all know that it's by invitation only? Many are called, few are chosen. What have we pressed in to understand? Father, they have said, this is what the enemy has spoken against us. The nameless, the faceless, the ones who are seeking the presence of God, the ones who are dwelling in the secret place of God. And we're pressing in and saying, Father, I want to see you. I want to know you. Jesus, I need to know you. Cause me to know you. Cause me to be transformed into your image. Cause me to behold you. There's a special assignment against those guys, us guys. They have said, verse 4, come and let us cut them off from being a nation. That is obviously in the earth realm. It is Israel, and it is the United States of America, and it is Christianity. We lift up our eyes, expand our horizons, and our understanding and the knowledge of what our Father is speaking. There is an enemy against the nation of Christianity. That the name of Israel may be no more to remember in remembrance. We, I want us, we look like David's mighty men, really. Like we're kind of like, like, ooh. Hmm. We've got some 60-year-olds and some 70s and our beautiful yeah. sister. <laughs> but look what God's using you guys. He's using us. We were born for such a time as this. And we cannot allow the enemy of our soul to diminish us. No, it's not about me. I know it's not about me. I learned that lesson in, let's see, eighth grade Christianity. It's not about me. 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 I get that. You know what the Lord says? You're beautiful. You can do all things through me. Only believe. Trust and believe. These works, I have greater works than these for you to do. But Lord, it's not about me. We have been so diminished. Our Father is trying to bring us into some maturity. You guys, what a, this, the 144,000 in Revelation, let's look to them. There's 144,000 men that will never know a woman. How'd they do that? Well, I can't do that unless God does it. That's what we say. 
church in 2024 says, I can't do it unless God does it. That's what we're going to tell Jesus. Oh, Jesus, I can't do that unless you do it. Well, of course it's Jesus. He's inside of me. He's inside of me. He's not separate from me. My mind will literally become transformed. And he said, you have the mind of Christ. But we say, oh, no. My mind's so putrid and so filthy and so rotten and so terrible, I just can't do anything. We stink. That's an abomination. Our Father has seen fit to give us His mind. Imagine your kid constantly says to you, I can't do that unless you jump in my body and do it. You guys, we've been indoctrinated of who we are not. We must come into who we are because literally the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is inside me. We have to access this. We've got to learn how to use it. We've got to learn how to come in agreement with the Holy Spirit. We've got to learn how to let Him show us. Come, come, speak, come, declare, come, praise me now, come, so that we are utterly surrendered to Him and He is literally the one living in us. I pray that we come into this knowledge and understanding. So, Father, I just take this. I, I just, Father, that you will find faith in the earth, Father. That you will find faith in the earth. That you will find a people who believe. The 144,000 followed the Lamb wheresoever he went. We're able to follow Jesus. Father God, uproot our false humility. It's a stench. Our false humility is a stench. It's putrid. Father God, Cause us to believe you, Lord. Cause us to come into the knowledge of the hidden ones. Who are we, Lord? Who are these hidden ones? Who is this congregation in the sides of the north? Who are these ones, Lord, that you mark that do not defile themselves with women? Forgive us, Father God, that we believe and trust in our weaknesses more than we believe in your power in us. And I'm the worst of all. I'm the worst of all. But I beseech you, Father, and I beg you, Father. Father, do this. Yes, Lord. Father, bring us into your maturity. That we bless you. Lord. That we ride. That we ride the spiritual horses. The spirits of heaven and the army of God. That we're riders, we're soldiers. We're surrendered to the spirit of the living God. We're surrendered to him. Father, that you cause us to surrender. Yes. Our, our indoctrination, this deception that you said would come. Lord, 
purge us of deception if you don't do anything. My Father, purge us of deception. Father God, purify us. Purify our minds. Purify our thinking. Purify our mindset. We uproot, cancel, and nullify our own sin consciousness. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name, uproot and remove false humility, which is nothing but pride that dares to think that, that our bad is, is more strong than your good. Father, forgive us. Lord, I pray over the sanctuary of Jubilee that all false doctrine gets up and gets out. I'm not making an accusation against it being preached here, but it has come in through the highways and the byways because we were born into this blindness like the man that was born blind. And they said, who sinned, Jesus? He said, nobody. He was born into this, into the synagogue of Satan. Born into indoctrination of who he's not. So he can't even see this indoctrination. Father God, I thank you, Father God, for healing us yes, of our blindness. Yes, Lord. Father, in Jesus' God. name, that we believe you for anything, yes, even Lord. that you can fix us. Yes, Lord. Even that you can make us holy. Yes. Lord. Even that you can make us righteous. Even, Father, that you can fulfill us on every single side. That we do not need to be accepted by men. Not that we don't love men, Father God. But that when the hatred comes, we're not provoked. That's right. Lord, it doesn't affect us. It doesn't phase us. You can make, you told Ezekiel that I'm going to make your forehead strong against their foreheads. Lord, do that with us. Yes, Lord. That we don't mind, we don't look at their faces, Lord. And I pray you make every single solitary person a prophet. I ask that this house be a house of the prophets. A house of the prophets, Father, in Jesus' name. Those of revelation, knowledge, and understanding, counsel, and might, and the fear of the Lord. You're able to do whatever you want to. I ask that for all five of my kids. I'm asking you, Father, for Jubilee, a house yes. of revelation. Yes, Lord. Lord, in Jesus' name, that our earthbound cords are cut. Yes, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, she knows her place, she knows her home, she knows the kingdom of God. That you purge her of her mindset, her, yes, her uh, sin consciousness. Yes. That you deliver her of her iniquities. Lord, and that you would do that for your body, for your people in the earth, Lord, for this nation, this holy nation, that you would do it for your holy nation, Lord. That you've made us a royal priesthood, that we start to walk in that and understand it instead of just passing it by and leaving it alone on the page to not discover. Lord, forgive us for not partaking of your word. Father, in Jesus' name, that we not leave the Word sitting on the page and we didn't bother to eat it. We didn't meditate on it. Father God, feed us your Word. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
bless you, Lord. Yes, Lord. I worship you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I worship you. I worship you. We praise you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Father, I just thank you for overhauling, Father God, renovating. You started a new work. I thank you for completing it. Yes. I thank you for your faithfulness to do that, Lord. I pray for this platform. I pray, Father God, for every single voice from this platform, every single musician, every Levite, every Melchizedek priest, every Melchizedek priest. It comes into the knowledge of, of the ending and the beginning, the Alpha and the Omega, Lord. They, they know their priesthood, their holy priesthood, Lord, that they go out before the battle, Father. And the battle is already won, Father, because you've breathed. You've breathed on the platform, Lord. You've breathed on the drummer. You've breathed yes. on the bass and the guitars and, the violin. and Father, the head, Father, yes. the violin, Father God, and the keyboards, Lord, yes. and every voice, Lord. And that you make us flames of fire. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. Flames of fire. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Just like Obadiah says, Lord, that Jacob is a, a fire and, and uh, Joseph is a flame. Lord, we call on the fire of God. Yes, we call on the fire of God. Yes, Lord. That you come and sanctify us. Yes, that Lord. you baptize us with your no, fire, no, 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 Father. Lord God, in Jesus' name, you set us on fire, Lord. Do this in us, Lord. Do this yes. in your people, Lord. Yes, Lord. Dee, do you have something you want to share? Sorry. So as Karen was praying, I, uh, Karen, sorry, Lenny was praying. I remembered something that came forth in the watch today, and um, I'm going to try to share it because it was a cacophony, a mixture of many things that came in. And uh, the first part of it was um, that I caught in, that I felt the stream move was when Diana was praying. Um, and forgive me, I'm just going to look at my notes because I'm trying to start collecting fragments. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> she had prayed into something that Peter had prayed that kind of Pastor Peter that Lenny was touching on when she was praying for us to have clarity she's praying for us to have understanding um, to, to really understand and hear the heart of the Lord I'm just gosh guys the spirit of the living God is doing it in us if, you, if you're not recognizing it there's probably a discomfort like I don't really know what's going on I don't know what I'm seeing here because it's not by might or the arm of the flesh like Delaney's been telling us but it's by the spirit of living God so we have to press in to him and get into his presence but I want to tell you it's for every single one of us and I want to encourage you because that word came if you weren't here in the workshops when Randy Nelson was here he released some of the word of that night two weeks ago this day and it was said that this house jubilee is in posture to do what we are talking about what the spirit of god has been ministering through lenny we're in posture there's not anyone disqualified 
or overqualified by anything you learned or thought, but it's the Spirit of the living God. There's that hunger and thirst. Randy said he saw the Lord pleased with that hunger and that desire, and so that's what's coming, but it's not by the arm of the flesh. It's not by enough knowledge. It's not even by just all the readings that we're doing, but we are reading because we want to know him. Thank you, Pastor Steve, for that heart and releasing that word and this vision. But in knowing him, that's where we get more imposture. But what happens when we're imposture and we're seeking and we're waiting and we're releasing the stuff that Karen said, something happens. The Spirit of God comes. The Spirit of God came today and there were groanings by the Spirit, not even knowing how to pray over the prodigals, over Jubilee. And then Diana came and reminded us, it's not by might or power, but by the Spirit of living God, Zechariah 4, 6. And then she released the heart the Spirit of God had, that we would discover him. I don't know, Diana, do you want to stop and say more? Or do you want me to go on? Because it's your heart. Discover you. That we would discover you in every circumstance and in every situation, God. That we would discover that you're there in the future. That you wait for us in every situation. And that you will have your way in sovereignty and redemption. When she said that, Holy Spirit said, circle that, highlight it. I want you to chew on that. And I did. And the Lord took me into Isaiah 46. Isaiah chapter 46, verses 8 through 12. And I said, oh, remember this and show yourselves, men. Recall to mind, oh, you transgressors, remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from the ancient times, things that are not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure, calling a bird of prey from the east, the man who executes my counsel from a far country. Indeed, I have spoken it, I also will bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. Listen to me, you stubborn-hearted, that's me, <laughs> who are far from righteousness. Outside of the Spirit of God, I am. I bring my righteousness near. That's Jesus. It shall not be far off. My salvation shall not linger, and I will place salvation in Zion, for Israel, my glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So we declare, Lord, and I go back to what I came up on stage feeling unprepared to gather my fragments. But the Spirit of God said, remember, there was the overflowing anointing and presence of love in the watch and that's where it came from the authority the understanding the vision the clarity we're seeking to understand his heart from heaven to earth and then this word came his word he has done it from the beginning to the end we're stepping into it but he sees that we're seeking and longing and he is saying 
come because I'm going to circumcise your heart. I'm going to get it all off. I'm going to not let you walk in the arm of the flesh. I'm going to see that stubborn hearted heart of yours and I'm going to make it so soft to hear and see with clarity and understanding what I'm doing because it says he who has ears to hear, let him hear. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so I think we're going to... Did you want to pray something? Awesome. We want to know what's bugging you. <laughs> Should I be scared? Well, uh, one of the Monday nights we were, we were talking about Israel and Hamas and um, how Israel and Hamas are, keep battling each other. And I kept thinking of Jehoshaphat and how come he doesn't... They don't just bring the worshipers up front and, and pray for the Lord to do the battle. And then um, I realized that Israel took a detour away from the living God back with 70 AD. And Lord, um, I pray for Israel that their eyes would be open because they're, they're pursuing something, but they're not pursuing the living God anymore. So I pray, Father, that their eyes would be open, everyone, that, everyone that that has a burning desire for the, the God to be reunited with, with, with not only us, but with the original Israel. But also, there's another thing. I was reading in, um, come on, there it is, in uh, Galatians 6. It says, whether a man is circumcised or uncircumcised is meaningless to me. What really matters is the transforming power of this new creation life. And all those who live in agreement with this standard will have true peace and God's delight. For they are the Israel of God. So we are the new Israel of God. It's not that we're circumcised or uncircumcised, but we, we have the promise of grace. And that's God's heart. So, um, you know, all the, all the uh, turmoil and all the... The, the, uh, the uh, hostility towards Israel is towards us. Everybody who believes in Jesus Christ. And so we need to seek him. And, and this is another thing. I, back when I first started reading in, in, in uh, Genesis 1, it says Genesis 1, 2, and 1, 7, it talks about the uh, expanse, how his head is hand over the, the waters, and he made an expanse happen. And um, it, was been, it was troubling me. God, you know, I kept thinking about this for a while. I go, Lord, what is this all about? And he says, that expanse, you know, I hung the, I created the expanse, and I hung the stars and the, and the heavens and all that stuff up in the sky, and I created the earth and the, all the life and all that stuff. But that is, that's that, but that's also us individually. Our heads are like this, this formless void that, he, he, he takes and expands and he gives, puts an expanse in between the waters. And, and so it's a creation. It's, an act of, it's a creation that each one of us experiences. It's very personal. It's big and it's small. God works in big ways and little ways. We can't comprehend it. But um, then I was reading in, in um, Psalm, Psalms 42, 7 and 8. 
Let me, let's see if I can bring that up real quick because it's a beautiful scripture. Now um, it's not working. <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. It's on the thing there. Okay, goes deep calls unto deep. All the all the noise of our all your waterfalls, all your waves and bellows have come over me. But in my version, it says God, God is the waterfall. He's he's washing over us and protecting us, even though the way the waves and the the billows flow over us. It's like the expanse over us, the water over us is God's is God's blessing and His, his grace. And the expanse under us is the turmoil and the troubles of the world. And it's like, it all kind of came together. God shows me these funny things sometimes. And, and um, I was just so blessed by that. He's with us. He, he created us. Everything we do, every breath we make, every step we take is all ordained by God. And we've got to stop living in fear, but live in authority and power that we have. So I just thank you, Lord. Um, keep unfolding it. Keep unfolding it. Uh, we call to you, Lord. Uh, we hear you, Lord. Your servants want to hear you, Father. We want to do what you say, Father. Like, like Samuel, when he heard you calling, said, I, my, I hear you, Lord. Tell me what you want me to do. Because you are our only hope. And it's, the end's coming quickly, and we just wait for it. And we praise you, Lord. And let us do whatever we have to do to appease you and make you happy because you know you were already happy you already ordained us you know exactly what we're going to do and you love each one every one of us deeply and that breaks our, your heart when we do anything that upsets you but Lord um, I just thank you that yeah this morning I woke up and I was in a funk because things started coming and brushing back from when I before and I was going I'm not going to go to church I'm going to just gonna avoid it I'm just going to go hide someplace you know but then I came here, and the Lord literally said, go, go, go anyway. So I got here, and it was lifted off of me, just being in the presence of, you know, it's just, the enemy just loves to lie to us. doesn't matter how long we've been walking with you, Lord. The enemy's right there all the time trying to tear us up, you know, and it's, you know, he is a roaring lion, you know, and I just thank you, Father, that we are, uh, we are obedient enough to listen to you. And you know, I, I go to the healing rooms a lot, and I remember when I first started doing that, I got so fearful. What can I say? What can I do? How can I, how can I pray for these people? And the Lord said, just stop trying so hard. Stop trying to, so hard to try so hard. Just show up there. Be at the parapet. Be at the edge. And I'll, I'll deal with you. Just be obedient enough to be right there. Yes, and I, you know, I started doing that. And the Lord just pours out stuff on me all the time. I go, where did that come from? And I thank you, Lord. So, but we have a great God. We just, I just thank you, Lord. And we're on the winning side because every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess. And we're going to be right there going, yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Anyway, that's my little, little bitty things. I'm going to just um, pray over us to thank you so much for that. I love that scripture too so much, so much. I can't, just want to go home and drink it. Um, thank you, Father. Oh, surely. Pray. 
It's like what you're saying. There's so much inside of me. Don't know where to start. Um, maybe the two things that recently the Lord has been really working. Um, you know, when you reach your age 80, you just say, Lord, <laughs> what, what, what are you still using me for, right? I want to finish well. So there's this, this journey of what is the Lord you want me to do, right? What, I, I want to finish well. What, what is your calling for the rest of my life? But you know, God really is looking for what we're allowing him to do to us. Um, as we all know, this is the time, the end time, and God is preparing a bride that's without blemish and wrinkle. I love the, the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will, they will see God. So the Lord is begin to say, okay, you want to be seeing me, so let me work on you. One thing is purifying, the other one is purging, cut off. So I begin <laughs> go to the Lord, as the Lord show me what you want to purify me. What are the areas? What are the areas you want to chop it off my flesh? And this is one of the things I'm going through right now. Another important thing, I think just uh, these two things really have shifted me. I feel a shift. It's like um, I'm no longer thinking I'm 80. It's like the Lord began to rejuvenate me. This is one of the things I want to share. So I was driving and I was listening also another sermon as I driving to church. One of the preachers mentioned about the Holy Spirit. And the name of the Holy Spirit is Paracletus. And all of a sudden it's like a, a bomb <laughs> began to attack my heart. I begin to weep. I, I haven't wept for like this for a long time. And I realized the triune God. I love Jesus. I have a close relationship with him. I love the Father all my life since I was 10. But I have neglected the Holy Spirit. The word paracletus I knew long time ago what they mean. Counselor, he counsels me. I can go to him anytime. He will teach me, right? Teacher, counselor, comforter, pa um, paraclete. That means he walk alongside me. Not only that, he's in me. He's beside me all the time. He's my best friend. He's my teacher. He's my advocate. He's my intercessor. 
And I was thinking, I was starting to cry. I said, this is what inheritance, and I miss it. I miss that he's praying for me, not only Jesus, but also Holy Spirit. I've just been just torn by heart. I just say, Holy Spirit, forgive me, forgive us. I have so much. That's what it means by inheritance. And if we can allow the Holy Spirit become a reality, you see what I'm saying? We, 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 I know, I don't know about you. I always go to Jesus and Father. But I've ignored the Holy Spirit. What happened is this. Once I have that experience, I feel that I have a shift. I have so much more authority because I said, I release you, Holy Spirit. Now these two come together because the, the more I am yielded, purified, cut off, purged, the more the Holy Spirit will rise up within me. Amen. The reason why I'm sharing is because all Kod our Kodazak, our, our neighbors were very close and only one family, they are, they are Christians. And I talked to a neighbor, he's a guy, he's very afraid. He said, I'm very fearful of what's going on right now in the world. And I told him, I said, you know, when you have God, you have no fear. So what I'm saying is this, like you guys are saying, we are born in the time like this. We are the light. We can show our neighbors why we're not afraid. We will be the light in that darkness. We will be the word that gives life, hope to the people. There's so many people are scared, afraid. We are born for the time like this. You and I, if we allow the Holy Spirit more come out. I said, Lord, I want, I want my stinkiness to be gone. I want to have the fragrance. I want my flesh out so that more light can come out. You and I are. We have so much inheritance, the Holy Spirit, the power we don't have. We release the power of the Holy Spirit because He is power. He is dunamis. He is the one raised Christ from the dead. That just gave more, uh, I just want to share this. It's not really together, but I think they are together. So I just want to share my journey, and I feel that I have almost like a third chance. <laughs> because first time I had cancer, 2008, and then 2017. So I feel that I have a third chance. So I encourage you, brothers and sisters, I, I really love the Wednesday. I'm sorry, sometimes I cannot do it because uh, my physical is still not quite there yet. Sometimes I get sick. So, but whenever I come Wednesday, I love it. I feel so intimate like a family. And thank you guys for so much hosting this. And all of you, when, I, when I not, I'm not here, I listen online, it's like I'm here. I, when you guys are praying, I get fed. I get encouraged. I feel we're connected. So thank you guys. Shirley, why don't you bless us and close the night for us? Okay. All right.
precious Father, the scripture always come to me. It says, even when we are faithless, you remain faithful because you cannot deny yourself. So we thank you that, yes, we are weak, and yet we are strong. Even though we're poor in spirit, but we have all the inheritance, the Holy Spirit, Jesus inside of us. So Father God, we just thank you that you are always merciful, you're always patient, you're always faithful, you're always good, no matter how weak, no matter how much we have fell short of your glory. So we cry out, as Pastor Steve says, we can come to your throne of grace with boldness, with that confidence that you will hold us, pick us up, embrace, press into your bosom of that mercy, of that love, of that acceptance. And then when we cry out to you for help, you stoop down to our level to our condition you give us your help the inheritance the help that's so intimate that you Jesus you said I would the father will send you another comforter another helper and the Holy Spirit he'll be in you he'll be with you we have so much so father we just pray that instead of our stubbornness ignorance that you continue to reveal especially these last days. Reveal, reveal, light of revelation, Lord. We need that revelation. We need that wisdom come from above. We need your holy light to shine. Allow our eyes of our spirit, of our heart to be open so that we know, we know without any shed of doubt, we yada, we experience the knowledge, experience knowledge of our calling, your calling for us. Even old as I am, 80 year old, you still have your purpose, oh Lord. Lord, you still have your calling. Lord, we're too poor. We do not know how much we have inheritance inside of us. Reveal to us. Open our eyes to see your revelation, to see how much inheritance this treasure inside of us. Yeah, and our Holy Spirit, let us begin to experience your power, exceedingly great power toward us, in us, and through us. We pray these things, O oh Lord because of your goodness and your glory your patient thank you jesus so in the name of jesus release power of the holy spirit to be released i call forth each one of you the spirit that's in you come forth you inner man come forth unite with the holy spirit and take over the driver's seat of your life of my life to walk on this path in this last days what he wants the church to do to be to be is the most important thing then to do in the mighty name of jesus amen <laughs>